There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Text Message with me, Nate Langson. And me, Ian Morris. And um, I'd like to start off the show on a high note, Ian, because um, yep. we get to talk about animals this week. But don't worry, friends, there is, there is still some tech here. Uh, the Queen's Jubilee is coming up. And uh, the head of London Zoo, I hear, sat down in a boardroom. And I'm going to have to interpret what I hear, like how this, this went down. Like uh, a Hollywood dramatiz- dramatization. A little bit, yeah. Well, basically, ladies and gentlemen, um, they had to figure out what the Zoological Society of London could do to mark an occasion as auspicious as the Queen's Jubilee, which is coming up this week. Um, there was a bit of a silence, and then someone spoke up and said, we could put a crown on a giraffe and some heads shook. A bit too easy. No, we need something that people on podcasts the world over are going to pay attention to. Then an intern piped up. What if we recreate the coronation using some of the oldest animals from around the zoo? Officiated perhaps by Michaela Strachan. Then the boss spoke up again. You do know one of the oldest animals we have here is Priscilla the giant Galapagos tortoise. How do you think it'll look if we put a crown on it and say it's the queen? Get out of here. There's another silence. And then from the back of the room, a voice spoke up. I've got it. It's the Jubilee. Yes, it is. And it's the 70th anniversary. Yes, it is. How about we name a baby penguin after Sir Tim Berners-Lee, inventor (laughs) of the World Wide Web? Perfect. Perfect. The Queen definitely once sent an email. The link is obvious. We'll name it Tim Berners-Lee the Penguin. Anyway, that ends the scripted bit. This is, of course, <laughs> this is of course the, the news uh, that it is a slow news week here at Text Message. But this uh, as zoo- it is every week now. Yeah, but this zoo news is true. It is the it is the trues. The BBC wrote that five Humboldt penguins. I may have mispronounced that. Um, oh, I don't think you have. Penguin. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> Chicks at London Zoo have been named after famous people and events from the past 70 years in honour of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Delightful. Yeah, there is Hillary the Penguin, named after Sir Edmund Hillary, who he was the Mount Everest chap in 1950-ish. Yeah. Uh, another penguin has been named Apollo to mark the moon landing. Yep, Britain very involved in that, obviously. <laughs> Massively, yeah. Well, I think (laughs) we have the moon here, don't we? We do see the moon. Yes, that's true. And the moon sees me. I I wonder if, (laughs) I wonder if the queen uh, lays claim to the moon. It's mine, she says. Ah. I saw it first. Yes, even though very obviously didn't. Moon. (laughs) Bobby has been named in honour of former football captain Bobby Moore. Good grief! Is this the best we could come up with? No, because we also named one Bernie after Sinner Tim Berners-Lee, who invented the web 
of course. Um, there was also done this one, with spiders. One lady penguin has been named, of course. Um, a fifth one is called Mac. Uh, not after the celebrated personal computer system created in the 1970s uh, by Apple, but in fact after Dame Ellen MacArthur, who um, she went around the world, didn't she? She did. Sail- she sailed around the world in one go. In yes. The, in, in, in the 2000s. Um, I mean, personally, call me a cynic. Uh, if I had five penguins and it was the Queen's Jubilee, I'd probably have named one Queen or Elizabeth or yeah. her madge or they anything have, they could you know. have they could have got a couple and named them elizabeth and philip or something that's but, but that and that takes me back to my opening little joke there uh which is that if you name a penguin after the queen is it a bit of a diss kind of like naming a, 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 a giant galapagos tortoise no her. one is going to be offended by naming a penguin after you the the galapagos tortoise i could see that argument hmm. but they are also they also are so f- are also famous for their longevity so it you know and the queen has been on the throne for 70 years so really you know you could get a cute baby one get a cute baby giant tortoise and then it will last you know 150 years or whatever and it will be a, a long reminder to people who visit the zoo that the queen did 70 years hard throne sitting there are some very wise comments on this coming up in our discord chat uh charlotte says the queen has her own tube line which is true well she does but we're all refusing to call it that what are we calling it we're calling it cross rail that makes me very cross and just a little (laughs) bit rail um it's the elizabeth line it's not except that it is except that it is it's such a stupid name like the queen fine you know she's people are going to want to name things after you know uh boris johnson said that he wanted crossrail 2 to be called the churchill line and we need to stop this immediately naming lines after people is a terrible idea have you never met mr central i mean obviously the jubilee was already taken um yeah that's but, true. You know, they could have they could have called it something related. We have the Victoria Line. Yes, as John points true. out, that is true. And that we do true. have the Jubilee Line. Anyway, this is look. This is a tech show. We need to be talking about penguins here. A penguin has been named after Sir Tim Berners Lee. This, surely, we can all agree was a fantastic idea. Yes. Good. I mean, did it, he did? Did he not do? Well, I suppose he would have done his initial work on Unix, wouldn't he? If he'd done his initial work on Linux, it would have been even more appropriate. Why? Because oh, because the logo's a penguin. The penguin, yeah. Mm, missed opportunity. But I really. think I think I think he would have been using Unix. I don't. I don't, Well, maybe he was using Linux. I don't know. When was when did Linux start? It was was it the eighties? It probably uh, wasn't Linux, was it? Well, I believe he invented it on a Next computer. Ah, what did Next is, run? That was Unix, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah, because that's the computer company. It was very expensive that uh, Steve Jobs did after he got me ferociously fi- typing. fired from Apple. Um, he went off and did the next, and I think that's what Tim, old old Timmy Berners, uh, who was in our office the other day, by the way. Oh, was he? Yeah, I wrote did a you story. Say hi, hi. Yeah, no. it was Unix. That's a that's a missed opportunity. Anyway, never mind. Mm. Uh, Lisa w- uh, was after the next, uh, but next wasn't Apple. No. Um, Although if you watch that film by uh, Aaron Sorkin, the implication in that is that um, he never intended that computer to be 
a success. No. Uh, and it was always a, an acquisition thing. But yeah. I don't know whether that's... Is, is that from the Walter Isaacson biography? Have you read that Walter Isaacson thing? I always meant to, but it I was have. 20 quid and I felt it was a bit pricey. You are such a cheapskate. It's I such am. a great book. Well, I, I will read it, but it's probably 10 quid now. <laughs> no, inexcusable. Go and read it. It's excellent. I, I actually got the audiobook version. It's rather well, delightful. Have you seen the film? Which one? The uh, the Aaron Sorkin one. Yes. Oh, you have. Good. Mm. It's I've seen more. I've seen oh, all. You? I've seen all films. Yes. Well, Aaron Sorkin is just great at that kind of thing. It works really well. Mm. Um, so I know for a fact that these five new penguins, um, you know, named after the moon landing which as you say we are famously involved in uh, and creating the web which to be fair we we were much much more involved yeah, in but, were we i mean it was a british citizen technically well, he didn't do it in this country he would have been at cern which is in france or switzerland yeah so but he's british so it counts even so it, i i it i I, I, I feel like we're inserting ourselves here into things that we don't have any real reason to insert ourselves into it's sort of yeah i mean we can't say we did it we 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 had nothing to do with it it's like when football fans say oh we beat you it's like did you yeah i'm fairly Mm. sure you were drinking in the pub (laughs) i don't remember seeing you scoring a goal i do find that one of the most tedious things about sports viewership yes is the is the insistence that you know we are the you know i just it really annoys me yeah yeah um i personally am extremely excited about this because i want to go and meet these penguins or, or penguai if you will no. um and i, I think you, i think it would be a great little outing we can all go and meet uh, or at least go and see do you think uh, that london zoo would let us do a live podcast from the penguin enclosure I once went to meet one of the giant Galapagos tortoises in London. I don't know if it was giant Galapagos tortoise. It was certainly a giant tortoise. And I went uh, when I was testing out a 360-degree camera. In fact, I believe Andy may have been there as well. Did it, we... um, did, it, did it enjoy it? Did it, Or did it retract into its shell? I'll be honest. It, the look on its face was one of at, at least contented um, nonplussment. It didn't seem to mind that I was there, nor did it mind if I left. Gotta wonder, haven't you, if those tortoises are being punished for something? What because, by being tortoises? Well, no, because I think being tortoises are fine, but it's a very long life to live doing not a lot. Well, you could say that about most reality celebrities, couldn't you? <laughs> or some of the world's biggest influencers, but they yeah. seem to be quite happy with it. Um, though I do wish they do. quite a lot of them would go back into their shells. Well, they would argue that they stay work there. very hard and that they, they have the same 24 hours as Beyonce and all that jazz. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now these, these tortoises Ow. are all Beyonce, aren't they? The They're universe all... just punished me for being mean about... What's her name? Mm. I banged my knee on the desk. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, well um, anyway, karma. I think... I think that's enough. Um, are you a penguin? Have you been named after a famous Briton? Uh, if so, do learn the ability to comprehend language and type and send us an email to hello at uktechshow.com. Uh, who would you, though, rather have named a penguin after? Uh, answers on a postcard. Send them to, well, send them to London Zoo, I suppose. But Ian and Nate. I, I wouldn't. Ha- well, you know the what? podcast Some- penguins. Somebody named 
their twins after Olivia Solon and I when we did oh, the really? Wired, Wired podcast. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, there's a fun little fact for you. Anyway, 15 minutes talking about penguins is indeed enough, Nick. Um, so, um, uh, well, here comes here comes some music. I think I've taught us all something there today. Sorry, I meant oh to. I meant God. to put that. I'm sorry. I know. I meant to put that joke in during the previous segment, but it only occurred to me when I was taking a sip of this rather lovely peppermint tea that uh, is just to my east, just there. Um, the Telegraph wrote this week that Uber is launching a UK subscription service in a scramble to lock customers into using its app for taxis and food deliveries. The company said it's going to expand Uber One, the company's answer to Amazon Prime or Delivery Plus, uh, to the UK, although it didn't say how much it's going to cost here or when it would launch, although it cost about $10 in the US, so it's about eight quid here. It's probably going to be a tenner, let's let's yeah. not kid ourselves. Uh, it gives people discount on Uber journeys, free deliveries on orders and takeaways and stuff like that. Uh, a spokesman said, according to The Telegraph, we know users across our platform have been asking for this membership program. Have, have they? they- have they my question indeed Ian. have you heard anyone asking no, no no one has asked i've never heard it and i listen to a lot of things not uh. once have i heard this being called for uh, and we're looking forward to launching this for them soon uh, now the subtext here of course is that there is a cost of living crisis everyone's cancelling their subscriptions and cutting back on spending so uber wisely is launching a subscription service to encourage people to spend money on taxis <laughs> and food delivery uh makes a lot of sense if you think about it, it in that in that context doesn't it no it doesn't make any sense none of this makes any sense people are struggling to eat and heat their homes i don't think they're going to be rushing to subscribe to a service that probably they don't use enough to justify it mm. much like i felt about delivery plus which i noticed as i and i'm not making this up genuinely as i was writing the script for this morning's show i had an alert from my bank saying my delivery plus subscription had just renewed and um i forgot i had one. Oh, yes so this so, is another 10 quid a month or whatever you've been spending on something you didn't need to oh, you could be an amazing photographer mate the, the way you enlarge everything it's not 10 quid 7.99 okay honestly uh, well, but yes so that's a lot of money to waz up the wall i mean that's you know that's a whole disney plus subscription is it yeah oh um, so what I'm doing, uh, just in, in real time here, is, uh, yes, continue. Obviously continue. I'm just signing in uh, to my Deliveroo account here. Uh, <laughs> verification code is is on its way, apparently. Okay. Uh, hasn't hasn't ar- arrived yet. Um, this is captivating radio, could I just say? Well, um, if you can, if you like that, then then consider this. I'm now changing <laughs> changing apps. Uh, text hasn't arrived, it seems. Oh, dear. How disappointing. Just, let me just no okay well clearly something's gone wrong in the matrix uh but don't worry people i will be cancelling this uh, just a little later on you'll today. cancel it when you edit this and listen back to it yeah exactly that's what you'll do you're whilst you're just listening to us in the background making sure there's no blip you know misspeaking to cut like that you could cut that bit there and that could be your reminder to cancel delivery it could be so that's happening 
Thank you, Uber, for the reminder to cancel Deliveroo Plus. Uh, I won't be subscribing to Uber. Um, however, I do feel that it's not the worst idea. If you are already taking a lot of Ubers, then why not get a subscription as long as the subscription overall saves you more money? That doesn't seem to be a stupid idea. It's just that uh, right... I mean, I, I don't know what the that? deal is. Do you save like 10% or something? It's probably in that in, in that in that thing. That, that's the thing. We They didn't say, they haven't actually said how much it costs or how much it's going to save you. I assume if you take a lot of journeys, it will be it will be a saving. But it just to me the context of well, there's a cost of living crisis, so here's another subscription to add into the into the mix. Just seems a little weird. But who am I to judge? Who you're a technology journalist uh, who put this story in his podcast. So I think you have either qualified or self qualified yourself. Yeah. Um, I, I I I don't know. I mean, I think Uber's not long for this world, honestly. It's made such horrendous losses for such a long time that I just I just don't see it. Actually, it's, do, it's, it, it's doing all right these days. Well, is it? The, but it's the food, isn't it? It's not the taxis. Well, it's all together. Has it made a profit yet? Uh, yeah. And has now, now crucially, has it made a profit after you remove all that weird stuff they do with numbers to make it look like they made a profit when they actually didn't? Ah, oh, you want to talk about earnings before tax interest, yeah, exactly, deprecation yeah. and amortization. Yeah, well, yes. that's a bit Bloomberg, so I'm not talking about that. <laughs> but it is a thing, right? Because that is a common way that they massage their figures, isn't it? I, I've heard it leveled at Uber a number of times. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, they, they do they do make some money. But only recently. I mean, I think it was within the last year that they started Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely making... been because it's been loss-making for a long time. Yeah. And now they have to pay VAT as well. And, and I think they're going to struggle because they're not competitive anymore. Like, it's now probably not that much cheaper to get an Uber than it is to get a black cab in London. Now, I know that doesn't apply everywhere. But, you know, also, there are other apps. So... There are. You know. And no one likes Uber, so... Mm. Well, apparently some people like it enough to want a membership program. Is that you? Have you signed up? I mean, you can't because it isn't here yet and we don't know when it's going to launch. But maybe you're listening in the United States of America where you've had this for a while um, and you can tell us if it's worth it. Is it worth it? Let us know. Tell us. Yeah. Hello at UKTechShow.com. Here's the theme. Story two, Technosaurus. Needs more roaring technosaurus. It, it used to have a roar when I Did used it? it for the wired pocket. Yeah, I used to put a, um, a, a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex over the top of it. Uh, or oh, Brontosaurus, I, actually, sorry. Oh, fine, fine. Well, that's uh, bring it back. Um... Nate, did you know you share your birthday month with a ubiquitous piece of technology? I know I share a birthday with the death of Walt Disney. No, that's not it at all. It's HDMI, Chief. Um, initially designed in December 2002, with work uh, on the standard originally starting in April 2002, which makes it sort of 20 years old. I mean, wow. we're, we're fudging the figures a bit here because it didn't reach production until late 2003 uh, and it took a very long time to gain traction I'm, I'm thinking that it was only sort of really becoming commonplace when HDTVs started to become more common and that was around 2007 the sort of time I started at CNET um, before HDMI consumers could only really enjoy 
high definition using component cable over RCA jacks, you know, those little pluggy ones that we still use for audio. Um, component allows for analog video at resolutions as high as 1080p. Uh, and believe it or not, SCART is technically capable of uh, component HD as well. But SCART. Yeah, TVs were never really wired for it. I mean, they did. I think they did do component, but obviously most TVs that had SCART it, it were analog CRTs. I mean, obviously they did carry on to uh, later TVs because it was the law. It's part of EU legislation, isn't it? Yeah, because well, um, it was French. Indeed. Uh, other standards that could have been used instead of HDMI would have been like VGA because that was capable of quite high resolution over, again, an analog connection. Uh, but the world needed a digital standard, mate, mm. uh, as well as an all-in-one cable that could send high-resolution audio and video as well as offering room to expand in the future. Um, as always, though, there was a financial reason for HDMI. Copy protection. The digital specification allows the signal to be protected from copies being made using HDCP, uh, which made rights holders happy to release high-definition versions of their work that were difficult to copy. Uh, spoiler alert, nothing is difficult to copy in the real world, and they really shouldn't waste our time trying. Mm. Obviously, I was reviewing TVs for CNET back in 2007, and that was really the start of consumer HD TVs, uh, along with HD DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, HDMI was the only real way to get the best out of those formats. Um, plus, that pressure from Hollywood Studios meant that early players did have those RCA analog outputs, but hardware companies were under pressure to limit their quality and remove them entirely to prevent copying movies, which obviously worked flawlessly. Mm. Uh, I remember those days at CNET Nate, hanging on to an HDMI cable for dear life. I know you um, used to walk around with one like a comfort blanket. Yeah, exactly. Because people kept stroking borrowing it like them. a very thin snake. Yeah. D- D- I don't know if you remember this, but I got sent, I've still got it actually, got sent a very long HDMI cable. And we did a, I seem to remember we did a photograph of it stretching the length of the office. It was a oh. very handy cable actually. I've got um, one about that length actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, so I don't know how, don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how it would hold up. Uh, have you got that? Have I, you got that photograph still? Uh, I doubt it. Maybe. Would it, have, would it have been on CNET? It will have been on CNET. Um, gonna, while you finish talking, long I'm gonna... HDMI cable CNET ear Morris will almost certainly produce a result. God, what a podcast um, this is! <laughs> yeah, long absolutely. HDMI cable CNET. Well, Go anyway, Game, GameSpot mm. used to keep stealing ours, um, and uh, and so that was a real problem back in the day. And of course, they were expensive as well when they first came out. Uh, so we didn't have a huge amount of them. But now I've got an entire box full of them that are completely unused. Uh, as the standard evolved, uh, I'd say it's somewhat proved itself. It's a compromise, of course, but it does offer cost-effective high definition and, and now 4K. Um, the cables themselves are often annoying. They can be quite fragile. I've broken a lot over the years. Uh, they don't fit in the socket very well often. Um, and of course, as the standard has evolved quite slowly, it can be pretty confusing. So, you know, what looks like a cable that will fit actually might not be capable of transmitting 4K 120 hertz. Um, and that means, you know, that uh, support for it can be patchy on gaming monitors. You're much better off using DisplayPort, which is very closely linked to HDMI using largely uh, the same standard. I think I believe they're like DVI in the early days. I believe that HDC, uh, sorry, uh, DVI cables are uh, a pin 
yes duplicated so you, you can use a display port cable with an hdmi adapter without having to transcode anything which is extremely useful anyway can I just, years. just just happy just, birthday yeah happy birthday hdmi um and i've also just found your story on have uh, you on seeing it yeah the the cable you were alluring uh, uh, alluding to is the profi gold prov yep. 1015 um and uh, i'm i'm going to read out a little bit of your story this is from oh god yeah this is from it's this is 10 four, meters f- 15 actually it was oh. 14 years ago so almost almost as many years ago as it is meters long um and uh, and you wrote you wrote the following Yesterday, a package arrived here at Crave that weighed as much as a fairly hefty puppy, which was slightly confusing. Who had sent us a puppy, and why wasn't it barking? It it trans. <laughs> it trans. It trans. We were well. We were young. It transpired. It was in fact an HDMI cable, but not just any HDMI cable. A 15 meter long Profigold Prov 1015, which went some way to explaining the prodigious weight. Uh, then you spend. Is that qu- even the right word? Um, yeah, it's it's it, it's passable. Okay. Uh, I'm just reading through the rest of this just to see if there's anything interesting. Oh yeah, remarkably. Yeah. Um, I doubt it very much in a crave post. Um, almost oh, do- always written under duress. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, the, you ended the uh, the story. The Profit Gold Prov 1015 15 meter cable and other lengths will be available soon, but there is not any pricing available. Please don't send puppy to us either. We love them, but this office really isn't a good home for a dog. Uh, also, Fair next is a typo uh, here. Uh, yes, I mean that's quite likely. But we did have subs, so uh, tell Nick. Yeah, um, don't know if he edited this. We'll no, find he out. may not have. Done. I, I doubt they. I doubt they care. Uh, but thank you, Nick, also for sharing that link. Two hundred and fifty pounds. I know for a fifteen meter cable. Um, terrible. <sighs> so yeah, two hundred twenty twenty years of of HDMI. Um, it's a good cable. I've got quite a few of them. They they're very efficient. I I do kind of wish they were reversible though. Um, it would make plugging them in blind a little easier. Mm. But yeah, um, that's you know, true. Can't have everything. My new monitor has HDMI and DisplayPort, but it also does support um the uh, output over USB-C. So it, it, yes. it can be done. Well, now, I, can, mean, I, w- I wonder if maybe we'll we'll see a, a change eventually. Maybe we'll go to USB-C um, yeah. for all those things. I mean, it's probably a little bit too weak. There's some benefit to the size of HDMI in that it, it does offer some security and, it, and is a b- ubiquitous and cheap. And the reason it isn't reversible, obviously, is because that requires extra component costs, which is why lightning cables are more complex than they really need to be uh, because they have processing in that allows you to plug them in either way. Ah, so that, that, that there's no processing in, in an HDMI cable? Not not in most HDMI cables. There are things called active HDMI cables which enable you to have a slightly longer run. Those are directional though, making it even more painful. You can uh, have a fibre optic HDMI cable. Really? Uh, yeah, which, which has converters in either end. Um, and what would be the uh, benefit of, of that? Well, to send it very long distances. Oh, right. Well, I thought. Mm, okay, I thought well, fiber yeah, optics. So, can't, they famously aren't. They, they need repeaters, basically. Well, they do, but you could get a lot of distance out of a fiber optic cable. I don't think you could get anywhere near that with a. I mean, that that um, fifteen meter HDMI cable is probably about as long as an HDMI cable could be. I don't think you could make them much longer, and it's quite a beast. Uh, as yeah. Is, as suggested i mean i don't i think it might even be heavier than a puppy if i'm honest depends on the puppy 
It does depend on the puppy. You're absolutely right. Thank uh, yeah. Um, a Great Dane puppy. I don't know though. You say that. You know, puppies are all quite small. The funny thing is here. Uh, it's not that funny actually. In fact, reading it now, it's um, it's not even remotely funny. And I and I regret the insinuation that it was. But uh, you can judge this. <laughs> uh, it had a ten year warranty. So if it had just broken, it would now be out of warranty. See, told you it wasn't that funny. Oh, well, that is interesting, though. Um, and it has kind of broken, like the um, one but you end. Still, you've the, still got it. Yeah, I've still got it. It's down in the garage. I don't use oh, it mate, you've it's... got to do a review. That's what people. Works. That's what people listen to I, us for. I could try and pop 4K over it or something. And see well, if what it would works. the what it would the standard won't. be? One point three, one point two, oh, two thousand eight, one point one, maybe. I don't know. I, I hold on. I, um, there's no way that. But there's no way that would carry four K. No, uh, no, no, absolutely not. Is is? I mean, it probably was quite a good quality cable, um, but it's very unlikely that it would be good enough for that. Right. What, what are we looking at here? Where's the table? Um, I need a versions table somewhere. While you find uh, that, Nick's posted a great. Uh, suggested in our live chat that um, as a regular slot we review a 10 year old gadget we could do that have we got enough 10 year old gadgets knocking around but yeah. uh, we might might run out fairly quickly or end up having to spend a lot of money on ebay uh, rebuying things that we hated originally maybe uh, people could send them to us actually don't do that i don't want more crap in my house i reckon that is hdmi 1.3 max 1080p at 60 hertz is the maximum 10.2 gigabits per second i mean that's not bad for 2008 no and, and this is this has always been the strength of hdmi is that it was it, it was designed to be flexible and have a long life so you know that there it, it carries um now it has ethernet it has eARC, which allows audio to return down the cable and into a a a, a a hot, you know, a, a, an AV receiver, which is actually far more useful than you'd ever realise, because with smart TVs, obviously, you're usually using the built-in apps to watch things. So without that, uh, you know, back channel to pass the audio back to the receiver, you've really got no way to do it apart from an old optical cable or something like that. Um, so you know, I, there there are plenty of things to hate about HDMI. It's it's a it's kind of like a a pain. It, you know, it's I, there are lots of things you could change. Like display port connectors are so much better. They're their little locking pin. Um, you know, they're they're not like to come loose. They're generally nicer, uh, but they're also more expensive. And that for a long time they didn't support audio, but now it's largely the same thing. It's all just data. Yeah, um, and and we can go up to four K. 120 hertz or greater it's done all right but it has been a bit slow and that's the problem you know you you'll see for example um apple put the hdmi port back on the macbook pro didn't they and that is not an hdmi 2.1 connector or whatever it's 2.0 so using that you can only get 4k 60 hertz and this is a big problem because people probably don't realize that they're like you know it's an hdmi thing why can't i get the 400 hertz that my tv supports say um, and that's where it falls down, and the specifications are complicated, but ultimately the cables have endured, and the socket has endured. How has your socket endured, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> uh, do let us know. Hello at uktechshow.com. Um, Nick in the live chat asks, "Why?" Uh, oh no, John. Sorry, asks wireless HDMI. Is that still a thing? Yeah, wireless HDMI is a thing. Um, it's it uses sixty gigahertz, so it it can't pass through even a sheet of paper very well. 
um, and it's sort of designed. It's good for projectors. If you put a projector on the ceiling, then you can beam HDMI to it. Um, it's okay. I tested. You can look this up on CNET. Actually, there's a pan. I did a, a similar thing where I went to that cable where I put a Panasonic TV at one end of the building and the transmitter at the other, and did a test to see how if it would go the full distance. Um, it does. It works fine. You know, you could. You used to be able to get 1080p. I don't know if you can get 4K over it, but I'm sure you can. Um, it's it, it. You know, it's quite a decent amount of bandwidth, but it's you can't send that kind of signal easily um, without you know line of sight, essentially. Well, if I can find a link to that CNET story about you testing wireless HDMI, uh, which I have just found because I just googled it. <laughs> Um, we'll include all of this in our show notes at uktechshow.com forward slash episodes. Uh, I can actually confirm this was in 2009 and your photographs are rather nice actually for, for this. I'm pasting this into the Discord so everyone can have a have a glance at that. Um, but as I say, links to this and Ian's HDMI story and all of the links as always, um, uktechshow.com forward slash episodes and this week's episode is 277 i'd like to take a quick moment to thank patrons for supporting us directly you can join them obviously get the full version of the show every week uh, ad free listen live as so many people are doing right now um and get all access to our archive our unedited versions there's a whole lot of stuff on offer there um we've just had our one millionth download of text message and uh, we did an extra message ian and i uh, for patrons this week to mark that uh, rather wonderful anniversary and uh, you can get that at patreon.com forward slash uk tech and if you're one of our patrons you are a beautiful person, and you're also about to hear this week's third discussion story all about the moon crashing into the Earth. Well, I hope you're all wearing your Speedos or your bathing suit of choice because we're diving into a pool of feedback. Um... It's more of a drib- dribble, though, because <laughs> I've only included one of them, but we did have quite a lot this week. Uh, this comes in from Mark, who says, Hi, Nate and Ian. Keep up the good work you're doing. I love the show. I had to write today after hearing the story about how much power you can save by turning off phantom power drains. In my city, a notice came out from the city water department stating a leaky tap at one drop per second will waste 22 litres a day. So being scientifically minded person that I am, I decided to run an experiment with the next leaky tap in my house. The result was just over half a litre in 15 hours. I've since tried it a couple more times and had similar results. I'm now very distrustful of those mailings. If they had been honest with the impact it has, I may not have been as motivated, but now I assume they are lying or wildly exaggerating and don't listen at all. That's a shame. It could just be, of course, that you've got a very good tap. Um, Mm. And some people have taps with uh, bigger little outlets where the water drips like a drop because a drop all drops are not born equal let's let's not forget this um in fact we have one of those overhead showers that they call a rainfall shower i think where it sort of comes out of the ceiling rather than towards you and um, i really really like that but when i was in a hotel a few weeks ago um the hotel room had the same design but the water droplets must have been three times bigger 
and it was like a, it was like a massage it was the the water was so heavy it was absolutely delightful so um i wonder if maybe they measured it on a particularly large leaky tap um nonetheless maybe. interesting message thank you mark uh, he does include a postscript here Today you had one of the funniest Nate and Ian interactions when Ian ranted about women's trouser pockets and Motorola phones in toilets and said, that is a true story. And Nate said, well, I assumed it was. (laughs) I almost dropped the spoon in the dinner I was making. I laughed so much. Well, I mean, (laughs) we're here to entertain. We are. (laughs) Increasingly so. Um, and uh, more news on that probably uh, over the next couple of weeks. Um, but for now, just a quick check in with our good friend, uh, Mr. Tom Merritt of Daily Tech News Show, who's going to tell us what they've been talking about on an actual news show this week. <laughs> this week on Daily Tech News Show, we take a look at the great resignation. Are tech workers really quitting or just switching jobs? Max Scoville joins us to give us a rundown of this summer's gaming announcements that will fill the void left by a canceled E3. I give a full rundown of what's happening with the crash of stablecoins, including Terra and Tether. A U.S. Senate bill to break up advertising of Google has us wondering if the public's getting tired of being angry at big tech. And Patrick Norton gives us tips on how to find a Raspberry Pi. All that and much more at dailytechnewsshow.com. So there you go. If you want to hear about penguins and HDMI cables, listen to text message. If you want to hear about technology news and stable coins, listen to DTNS. That's the joy of the world. You can choose both. And find a Raspberry Pi. That is a challenge. Yeah, it is. Um, so if you enjoyed this episode, do consider backing us. Um, on our extended, our full version of this uh, this week, we also talked about the moon crashing into the earth and two-to-one aspect ratios, murder mysteries using GPS in Cambridge. Uh, a lot more to enjoy from the text message world if you go to patreon.com forward slash UK tech, uh, where you can support Ian and he can buy himself some new underpants. Because mm, Yeah, I do need some new underpants, actually. Yep. Socks, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been a lovely lovely weekend i hope you have a a powerfully successful week ahead oh thanks very much planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.